Hello and welcome back to episode two of the Kilobyte Podcast. First episode went pretty well. It took me a really long time to edit it, but once I got it going and finished and figured out how to use Ferrite, everything was great. I was able to do everything on the iPad like I wanted to, and right now I have submitted the podcast to iTunes and the Google Play podcast network, and I'm waiting for them to be approved. I don't know what the approval process is or how that all works, but right now it is in the pending stage. I'm recording this on May 8th, which is also Mother's Day, so happy belated Mother's Day to all those mothers out there. So first we have follow-up. Yes, credit John Syracuse for the idea. Follow-up is going to be stuff that I talked about on the last podcast. So I had two pieces of follow-up. I had a tweet from Alex about my hibernate session get session load problem. Hibernate session get will return you a real object, and if the real object doesn't exist, it will return null, so it will actually hit the database. And the session load is a proxy, and if the object is not found on the proxy, then an exception will be thrown. The other thing was the abstract classes being final. So I fired up Eclipse and confirmed that it will not compile if you mark a class as abstract and final. So that is it for follow-up. I wasn't sure what to talk about next, but then while we were reading bedtime stories tonight, there was a story about going to Mars, and I got really upset because I said, why why is everyone obsessed with going to Mars? Now, I know we've been to the moon 50 years ago, but can't we just go back there? One of these big problems with going to Mars is that it'll take six months to get there. And if something goes wrong, then we'll never be able to get there in time, and people will never be able to come back because it's so far. The moon is three days away. It's three days. That's it. So why aren't we building things on the moon? Why can't we put a moon base there? Is that hard? Even SpaceX, Elon Musk has said, we're going to send something to Mars in the next three years. Like, dude, just go to the moon. That would be huge. People would be excited. People would be fired up. And it's not so far. It's not so risky. doesn't take you six to nine months for the thing to get there takes three days three days let's put a moon base there let's get some rovers going around let's let's do it let's get back there how cool would it be to have a moon base a friggin moon base where people lived i mean this it's the space station's really cool i can't believe they've been there for 20 years but come on let's go to the moon let's do it i'll, I'll let's let's crowdfund that get it on uh, kickstarter let's get a go to the moon thing on kickstarter that would be awesome so that's my my deal on mars and the moon i i just don't mars is so far away let's just go to the moon like we haven't been there let's just go there it's close let's do it The show notes are a huge part of podcasts. So I also love show notes. I love the idea of show notes. I love being able to go along with the show and look at the notes and click on links and see what they're talking about. And I don't have to go searching for it. And it's right there in my podcast player. So you can certainly expect to see me putting show notes before this. I would go to lunch with people and I would almost generate show notes for them after lunch. So if I was at lunch on Friday, I'd go, okay, so, oh, did you guys see that show? It was, it was back in the eighties with the tank and the people would not know what I was talking about. When I got back to work, find a link to the Wikipedia page and forward it on and be like, see, here's what I was talking about. Here are the things. So the show note, I'm so excited to have a show so I can have show notes because I think people thought it was weird when I went to lunch with them. And I would essentially send them lunch show notes. 
I would love that. I would love it if after lunch we had this one document that was like, here are the things we talked about at lunch. So you can refer to them later. And like, oh, that's what they're talking about. That's where the city they were on vacation last week. Those are the pictures. Check out the show notes. They're attached here. They should show up in your podcast player of choice. And they will also be on the website at, here's the shameless plug, geeksands.org slash kilobyte. So it's spring in New England, which means sports start up. Uh, but unfortunately, because the climate here is so cold and it takes such a long time for winter to go away, we have to cram what some states get to cram into or get to spend and spread out over three or four months. We have to try to cram into two months. But it's going well so far. It's been interesting. I'm coaching one baseball team and one soccer team. And the baseball team's at a new level that I hadn't coached before, so that's been a challenge. It's one of these things where I'm at the top level of my comfort zone, so I'm just barely able to go, okay, I can show the kids how to do this. They're young enough that this isn't so complex that I can completely screw them up, and hopefully I'm not creating this horrible form that in, in, in two years they get to the next level and the coach is like, what in the world are these kids doing? Why are they lifting their legs that way? So I will stick with this younger age group for now and do coach pitch, which means I get a really sore arm and I get really scared of hitting kids and throwing the ball too hard. You would think it's not terrifying pitching against a seven or eight year old, but it's terrifying because you don't want to throw it too fast because you don't want it to go by them. But at the same time, you don't want to loop it in there so that it bounces on the plate because that's the worst because if it bounces on the plate, then they were never going to hit it in the first place. So... That is the baseball update. Today we were outside, my son and I, he's nine. I was throw, playing catch with him, and it occurred to me I, that I was like, play, that I was playing real catch. You know, he was on one side of the yard, and I was on the other side of the yard, and we had to really whip the ball. Yeah, we were really throwing the ball. And I think back to two years ago when I was kind of underhand tossing it to him, and he'd I'd be so afraid that he's going to get hit in the face with the ball because he had no idea how to catch. And he'd put his hand up and it would kind of bounce off of him. And it, it took such a long time to get where we are. And now it's full on catch. It's like that dream. You're like, yes, I'm finally playing catch. Real catch with my kid. It's about time. It only took nine years to get here. So I guess that's it for this week. I am about to go downstairs and watch Game of Thrones. I'm really excited about it. I am a little concerned that they're running out of story, that they're just now making things up. And it seems like they might be delving into the past and going and looking at characters that were in the show before that have since died, but back when they were alive and younger, which makes me scared that there's even more characters I will now have to learn. I have a hard enough time keeping track of the few characters that they have left that they haven't killed off. And now we're going to have to go back and think of, oh, not only is there Eddard Stark, but there's also a young Eddard Stark from 40 years ago and all his friends then and all the people that he battled then. So there's going to be another set of people to learn. I don't know if my brain can handle it. That's it for now. Uh, check me out on Twitter at Sands. Or check out my blog at blog.keeksands.org. Have a great day.